Hi, I'm Celia Schilling from Yacht Club Games. Hey, this is Mark and Keon from Bonta Affold. Hey, this is Todd Mitchell from Code Right Play. Salutations, this is Mike Carroll from Strollart. Hey, this is Patrick from the Backlog Odyssey. Hey, this is Rune from Runic Codes. Hi, this is Andrew from Spalotter Birds. Hi, everyone. Jill Grote here from the Indie Informer. Hey, this is Brimstone, and you're listening to Roger Reichardt on the Gamerheads Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Gamerheads Podcast. My name is Roger. Along with me are my co-hosts and good friends. I have Mike. Hello. And Phil. Oh, I'm sorry. The CEO of Gamerheads, Phil. All rise. <laughs> uh, yeah. That yeah, I felt I, I gotta say with the way my brain works because my brain just jumps all over the place. Just you saying "all rise" made me very happy and at the same time very like concerned because in in about a well because when, as soon as I hear "all rise," my brain immediately goes the Honorable Judge Stone presiding. Oh. Uh, I used to watch Night Court yep. every single night. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and that makes me happy because they're. There's going to be new episodes of Night Court coming what? out in January. Really? Yeah. Original cast? No. Um, right? They can't because uh, no, they died. Because a lot of Most... them are dead. Yeah. So, but John He's Larroquette dead. is John, well. Harry Anderson is dead. Yeah. Oh. Um. I think the. Bull is dead, isn't he? No, no, he's still alive. He just oh, he doesn't is. want to get involved in these. Oh, things. Okay. Richard Mole. Um. And then I think the I think maybe the one. Oh, um. Marky Post. Which one was Marky Post? Yeah, who was Marky she Post? Was, she was the other... She was the other oh, two. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, the female also passed away, right? And so did right. the bailiff, too. Uh, not... not um, Roz. Yeah, Roz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So it's only John Larroquette, and it's going to be um, uh, Harry's daughter, who's the new judge. Oh. And she's being played by... I don't know her name, but she was on The Big Bang Theory. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. See, I hear all rise and I get a little bit paranoid. And I'm like, what did I do this time to get in this position? <laughs> it brings back too many memories when I hear <laughs> when I hear the judge. Oh, not again. Oh, and this week we have a very special guest. Uh, we have from Pure Nintendo. We have Gemma joining us. Gemma, welcome Hello. to the show. I've never been a special guest before. Thank you for having wow. me. Wow. <laughs> That's... Uh, that while the honor is all ours, wait, is that right? Did I say well, that right? It sounds I don't know. similar. It sounds like it's related to your courtroom drama discussion, which I didn't want to interject <laughs> on because a I hadn't been introduced yet, and also I have no idea. <laughs> and what, you've I never have... seen that cart. No way. Oh, no. what? What even is that? Is it a real? Yeah, it was a sitcom back in the eighties. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Radio. Yeah. Huh. You're like our age. That. You should. You should. It was a great show. If you can yeah. find it on YouTube or something like that, it was a it was a really funny show. Yeah, but uh, but you're from oh. Australia, so you probably yeah. didn't get. I mean, I don't know what your comedy is like, but well, they're probably. twelve hours away from us, so it was probably day court there. Oh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. That sounds familiar, right? Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> also, Gemma, you should be warned. I also started off as a special guest of the show, and here I am, and now I own the company. That's true. Nice. That's true. Yeah, that's true. One day he like just showed up as a special guest. <laughs> I don't even know how he even showed up. He was just like here. And we're like, I guess we have a special guest this week. And now he's the CEO of Gamerheads. I don't I, know how this happened. I can't wait to see where this takes me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to 
our Christmas hams or whatever you have planned I'm not for us. In ham, for. ham is stupid. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for whatever you're going to send us, Phil. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, the holidays with uh, with with whatever you're sending us. There are the Christmas hams? bonus. You get hams. Yeah, well, I get, that's what I hear. The rumor is that we're going to get hams sent Roger, to Roger, you can't start a rumor and then say you heard it from somebody else. <laughs> it's not how rumors work. Yeah, that's what that's what, that's what what Nintendo leakers on Twitter are for. <laughs> yeah, I believe that's called gaslighting. <laughs> oh, well, everybody, welcome to the show. Um, it is the holiday season. Halloween. I mean, mm-hmm. well, I mean... When you listen to this podcast, now if you're listening to it a week after it oh, releases, we're doing then, this game again, are we? Then... <laughs> Mess with my brain. I have no idea what day it is. Uh, but this releases on the 23rd of December, so I thought it would be fun to talk about our favorite Christmas or Christmas or holiday gaming memory. And in uh, Gemma, since you're our guest, mm-hmm. I'll let you go first. Do you have a favorite? gaming holiday memory well i do and it only just came to me and i knew you'd ask me first even though i didn't want you to because i wanted to hear what oh. you guys were going to say first but it's fine because <laughs> i just thought <laughs> so, it's actually a pretty obvious one now that i think about it and it is the very first holiday gaming memory as well as the very first gaming memory because my dad got uh, the nintendo entertainment system for the family when we were kids for christmas and wow. that was my introduction to gaming slash nintendo and it was like the best holiday ever we went to this won't mean anything to you guys but we i live in in a city called brisbane which is on the east coast of australia and we flew over to perth which is way over the other side of the country and i hadn't been there since ever really my dad's from there and um so we had this big family christmas we got this awesome console that i had no idea what it was or hadn't even heard of it but it came packaged with super mario brothers and duck hunt right yeah gun the lights up again And we also got The Legend of Zelda with it as well. Oh. So I have these, yeah, so I have these really, really fun memories of playing, particularly The Legend of Zelda, actually, with my mum because she was really wow. good at it, apparently, and I was still pretty young. So, and like I said, never played anything like this before in my life. So, you know, we had this big fold-up map of, of uh, Hyrule and we're planning where to go and she's kind of taking the lead and I'm kind of just helping out and taking over every now and then. And it was just such a fun memory that's probably why my two favorite franchises are mario and zelda because they were my introduction yeah wow did you play did you ever play video games before that though or no No. is this your first time Mm -hmm. okay first time yeah wow wow so it was a really good intro i think (laughs) yeah that's awesome i mean it's funny because uh i think mike and phil you're both like me like my first introduction to video games was like Atari. So mm-hmm. uh, it's weird to me to think like, oh, your first introduction would be like an NES. It's awesome. Like, yeah. I, like I wonder how. That's not that weird. You got to keep in mind, we might even be talking to somebody right now who's like first console was the Xbox 360. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> wow. That is yeah. really weird. Actually, my mm-hmm. first console was a Pong machine. So it wasn't even an Atari machine. Wow. Um, Mm-hmm. hopefully you so, kept that. it would be worth a bit now i think well you know that's you know the, here's the thing like i had aspirations of becoming an esports superstar mm. but my parents said don't like what are you doing playing video games stop it like 
And look at all the money I could be making right now if I were mm-hmm. to not been crushed. My hopes and dreams were crushed, but that's okay. You do talk um, about your parents a lot on podcasts, don't you? I do. <laughs> There's some unresolved issues. Yeah. <laughs> it came up on the Pure Nintendo podcast last week also. Yes, so. it, yes it did. It did. <laughs> um, well, very cool. That's a good, that's a good memory, Gemma. So Thanks. thank you for sharing. Uh, Phil, what, do you have a holiday memory? Gaming memory? Uh, not just a holiday memory, a holiday gaming <laughs> memory? Uh, not really, weirdly enough, because video games were... I, I grew up with an Atari and I grew up with a Nintendo, but like video games were one of those things that my parents would not spend money on for Christmas ever. Oh, I'm not even exaggerating. I think the first video game I ever got from my parents for any kind of a Christmas slash holiday gift would have been Mad Max on the Xbox One. Really? And it was because it was like on sale for ten dollars or some stuff like that. And like Rachel was just like, he's been talking about picking up this game, Mad Max. My mom was like, really? It's only like ten bucks. And Rachel's like, yeah, he keeps talking about it. I outside of that, I really don't think that I've ever gotten anything video wow. game related as far as a gift for Christmas. Yeah. Um, if I really wanted to be me, this is where I do a shameless holiday Sam plug, but I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, so I really don't have a gaming memory from Christmas. Well, do you, do you, is there any games you play during the holidays? Like, do you, like, is there, like, traditions that you play? Like, we play, I don't know, Fortnite. <laughs> um, there was a couple of years that my parents were staying with me over the holidays and we would play whatever the newest Jackbox Party Pack was, but that's oh. about as holiday-centric as any kind of gaming memory for me gets. I'm, okay. I'm going to sound like such a Scrooge in this scenario, but I am not a big <laughs> holiday person so like i don't Wait, most most holiday what? memories don't really resonate with me at all but but the christmas hams you're still yeah. sending those out right yeah it'll be sliced deli fresh 87 cents a pack <laughs> <laughs> and the use by date would be last christmas probably <laughs> <laughs> exactly they've been in my freezer Oh, not even Oscar Mayer. It's going to be some kind of like off yeah, brand. Right? Telling you, Deli Fresh, 87 cents for a pack Deli of like Fresh. four ounces worth of sliced ham. Sounds like a good deal, honestly. It's got a little asterisk <laughs> saying, now made with real ham. <laughs> I'm sure it's not like 50% real ham or something. <laughs> now, now, now 48% water, right? <laughs> yep. Oh, what about you, Mike? Do you have a favorite gaming holiday memory? Uh, actually, it's also surprisingly also the NES. Oh, uh, so my brother and I, our rooms were in the basement, and um, the tree was upstairs. So we we I remember this specifically. We got we were so excited about Christmas that we woke up at like three in the morning, and uh, Santa was lazy when he would come to our house and for Santa would never wrap presents, just throw them, just throw them <laughs> along the ground. So, yeah. So, um, we would sneak up the stairs and sneak past my parents' bedroom. And it would probably take us about 45 minutes to an hour just to sneak up the stairs because we were so worried they were going to wake up. We didn't know that my, you know, my dad, you know, you know, knocks down, you know, a six pack and a bottle of Jack before going to sleep. <laughs> so he just slept right through everything. But we were just like, it took us a long time to get to the living room and we didn't even bother turning the light on. So we were straining our eyes to see what the stuff, what, the, what our presents were. And I remember very specifically seeing a, uh, a uh, Nintendo an NES. Uh, it wasn't as cool. It wasn't the, the double, wasn't the, it was just the base system. But uh, I remember we got with it, we got uh, baseball. 
and oh. Super Mario Brothers, and oh. um, a game that made me realize my parents hate me. We got uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. <laughs> I was very excited to play Ghosts and Goblins. I was even more excited to uh, make it three minutes into the game. That's like one of your favorite games, though, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you liked nope. that game. Um, the first three minutes, maybe. Yeah, the first three minutes. <laughs> I don't know if there was anything past those first three minutes. But yeah. What didn't like Super Goals? Like, didn't you say like, oh, Super, Super Goals and Ghosts? That's way different, yeah. man. Ghosts yeah, and a little bit. That's different. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Well, that's mm-hmm. true. Okay. That's cool. That's awesome. That is cool. Yeah, and then I remember enjoying it again uh, two years later when um, Santa also got me a Game Genie for Christmas. <laughs> and I was able to make it seven minutes into the game. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, that's a good memory. Yeah. Uh, you guys all have really nice memories, and now I'm going to tell you my memory. My memory was nice. Well, okay. Phil's <laughs> memory was not even a thing. It was just yeah, like it's not existent. I mean, I could have told the story about when I paid this dude named Ronnie to steal a Game Gear from my brother, wow. and I gave it to him for Christmas. <laughs> wow. but I'm just going to go ahead and circumvent the entire nefarious wow. affairs of my uh, see, Christmas. Now, that's past. a good story. Yeah, that is a good story. Yeah. What that? See that story? If you were told that story, I don't feel so bad about my story that I'm going to tell. So uh, I'm not sure if you know what's going on with current and or former presidents, but I cannot admit to my nefarious affairs. <laughs> Otherwise, there could be a Supreme Court coming for me. I look forward to seeing that on Night Court. I think. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Uh, So for me, um, I'm going to take you back to I was 17 years old. I my youngest brother is seven years old, younger than me. So he's 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 10, and he has a N64. And I don't know how, how did he get an N64? I don't understand that. That makes Did no you know sense my friend Ronnie? Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my N64. How did he get an N64? Anyway, so. You had the Atari was, and the, and the other, the Pong. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I got Pong and Atari. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he really wanted GoldenEye so bad for Christmas. So bad. But my parents are like, listen, you're 10, you're not going to get this game. But he wanted it so bad. So I would, and I I knew my parents weren't going to buy it for him. But what I would come up to him and say, oh, Travis, you're going to get the greatest gift. He's like, what? What is it? It starts with a G and ends with old and I. He's like, oh, my God. Are you kidding? I'm like, I'm not kidding. They are going to get it for you. But they weren't going to get it for him. And instead, when he opened up his Christmas gift, and it was a video game, and he opened it up, and it was NFL Quarterback Club 98. That's a good (laughs) And he was so mad, and he cried and cried. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That is an evil laugh. I like how it's supposed to be these happy memories, and Roger goes into straight (laughs) sadistic mode. Your definition of happy is not the same as mine. I, man, I could just hear like Roger touching his fingertips together and lightning crackling oh in the background God. while he's telling the story. So in his defense, he does oh. sound pretty happy right now. Like, yeah. I laugh so hard. Laughed oh is past gosh. tense. You're currently laughing hard as well. Right? Yeah, you're still <laughs> laughing. Oh my god! My parents were so mad at me, but I was so I laughed so hard, and he 
cry and cry. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> Did you wow. do this? Did you laugh like this? <laughs> I might off. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I know it's mean, but it was so damn funny to see the look on his face. <laughs> is this what you guys do every week? This is what he does. Yeah, this is- <laughs> the rest of us try to be professionals, and then Roger just shits on his brother and laughs for three minutes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Then I set his bike on fire. <laughs> I'm such an asshole, but it was so. Oh, I there's. I wonder why we don't get along. <laughs> Honestly, I'm starting to you know connect the dots here. <laughs> oh man, that was my Christmas memory. <laughs> I didn't even get any presents that year. That was your present to yourself. It really was. Oh man, I was such a jerk. I was well, I mean, I still think I am, but <laughs> oh you know, you Roger, to your own kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I wouldn't do that to my kids, no way, but to my brother for sure. Oh your yes, memory yeah. actually brought back another memory that I have of Christmas time as well. It would have been Christmas oh. 1997. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and myself and the girl I was dating at the time, her name was Erin. We lived with a friend of ours named Ryan. And Erin went back home to Minot for Christmas. And uh, I was working at the Funko Land Warehouse at the time, and I managed to acquire myself a copy of Real Fishing, which okay. is nothing more than a fishing game, obviously. Yeah. And as she was gone, myself and my other roommate, Ryan, who unfortunately is no longer with us, um, mm. we pulled out some lawn chairs and we sat a cooler in between us in the middle of the living room and we passed a controller and played real fishing for like six hours. <laughs> and it was a wonderful, peaceful Christmas with my girlfriend at the time out of town as we wow. drank beer and caught virtual fish. Wow. <laughs> that sounds, that does sound pleasant. It yeah. wasn't bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. Phil, can I say I also had a uh, very good relationship with Real Fishing. Really? <laughs> on, the, on the PlayStation, right? Yeah, the original PlayStation, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my, my wife and I, well, uh, were we married at the time? I don't know. We were still dating at the time. We, uh, we were at somebody's house. Um, I don't even remember who it was. But they had Real Fishing on and, and uh, somebody was playing it. And we were just enthralled by it. So we went out that day and got real fishing and we just started playing real fishing, passing the controller back and forth. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a Christmas memory, but it was, you know. <laughs> but it still happened. Fishing, it was a fishing memory. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I remember when uh, my girlfriend, now my wife, she was out of town and I played real yeah. fishing. <laughs> Sitting in a lawn chair in the living room and I drank yep. a six pack of beer out of a cooler. <laughs> With some stranger. With some stranger. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you two were friends back there then. Hundred percent uh, no, true. I had a, I left, and I still have the uh, the save file on my uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Uh, wow, nice. Yeah, I had that. I have that memory card too. Yep. Yeah, I think everybody had that memory card. Well, that so. was three dollars at GameStop. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. it still is. It still yep. is. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So anyway, uh, 
So that's I the holidays. Like, yeah, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I have to call and apologize to my brother now. I feel like I have to. Yeah, I don't think this. you'd be able to make it halfway into an apology. No, I probably not. <laughs> not. Do you think, does he remember this? I mean, he was 10. So oh, yes. Maybe, oh, no, right. he remembers. And maybe he was a little older because, like, I said 98, and that would have. <laughs> This makes it even worse. I, I probably was like 21, actually, at the time. Yeah, I was going to say, if this was 98, because I was you're a year or two older than me, and in 98, yeah. I was 20, so yeah. Yeah, I was probably like 21, 22. So, like, so, yeah. So, why didn't my parents <laughs> buy him that then? Because, like, he would have been, like, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. It's really on it was, them, really, you know. Yeah, it's not my fault. They knew what he wanted. Yeah. He desperate for it. Yeah. You know? Well, the problem and was, was like, five gold die that year. Well, that wasn't the, that wasn't the issue though. Like they weren't. It wasn't that they couldn't find it. They were just like, no, like he's not going to play that game. See, because that's what triggered it for me is I remember like wanting to go out and buy Goldeneye that year and I couldn't find it anywhere because it was one of the very few games that ever had sold out at that point in my life where you couldn't find it. Yeah. And Ryan and I were trying to go to Targets all over the, the Minneapolis-St. Paul area and try to find one when we couldn't. And that's uh, when I acquired a uh, real fishing and we decided oh. just to fish in lawn chairs in the living room instead. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, it was funny. Swap, swap that scenario out for Goldeneye. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah it would not have been the same i mean you could still have had the cooler of beer between mm-hmm. both of you and sitting in lawn chairs but well the thing is the fridge was the only 10 feet away we were just trying to reenact that entire fishing experience yeah. i sit in the lawn chairs it was like we were on a dock because it was negative 20 outside yeah mm, like my freezer mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i when is golden eye coming to nintendo switch online Nobody cares. Hey, That's the switch. Sad. Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh, yeah. hey. Okay, let me ask you this. When is the game coming out for Xbox? Oh, May 22nd. Oh. <laughs> is that true? No, I just absolutely pulled that oh. data in my oh, head. Okay, okay. That was good. <laughs> uh, anyway, those are our holiday memories. Let's go into uh, games that we're playing then. And um, Mike, I'm going to start with you. What games are you currently playing? All right. Aside from the usual, I have, um, I don't even know. I, I got into that. The vampire survivors. A yeah. Hmm. Isn't that great? Uh, okay. What? No, it's, it's not bad. I mean, I, I, you know, I probably have to put some more time into it. It's definitely a good, like brainless game. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say brainless, like you have to be brainless to play it, but uh, man, I am just digging myself into a hole, aren't wow. I? Well, uh, not as deep like, as I dug my hole, so you don't, don't have to pay as it. much attention, like you know, because it's yeah, true. simplistic in nature. So, um, but I, I'm enjoying it. It's a good game. Uh, but the one that I put most of my time into is High on Life. Oh yeah, how's that? Oh man, I'm loving it. Uh, hmm. It is. Uh, you need to have. Uh, you need. Pr- you pretty much need to be a fan of Justin Roiland to and Rick and Morty to like this game. Um, yeah. That's what a lot of people are saying. You either love it or you hate it. The one thing I like about Justin Roiland, what makes his, like his style. So interesting is he just goes into a recording studio and just improvs things. And he's like, all right, that's the take. We're using this one take. Wow. And it's, it's, it's a solid first person shooter. Uh, so there's nothing wrong with the gameplay elements, but it's just, it's the writing and just, just how silly it is. And I haven't played a game just this this silly and this stupid in a while. Mm. Uh, there's been times where I've just been I haven't even been playing the game. Like there's a main hub um, in the uh, in the game where you go and you're a bounty hunter. So uh, there's like a main there's like a small 
hub, like a downtown area. And in this downtown area, there's televisions. And on this television, on these televisions, they play um, commercials and news reports and stuff like that that have nothing to do with the plot of the game. It's just stupid stuff that Mm. the guy recorded and they just dropped animation into it to go along with his recording. And it's just so stupid and, and, and nonsensical that I'm just sitting there staring at it and just like cracking up. So I'm watching TV in a game and not playing the game Wow! to make it even make it even better. Um, the, uh, in, so you're, uh, when you go into your house, there's another alien, there's an alien friend of yours that's there and he's watching TV. And I got to a point where, um, I got a little bit further into the story and the alien gives me my, tells me my next mission. And then he changes the channel and he turns on the TV and it is, um, the classic 1990, maybe it was 90, maybe 89, uh, B horror movie called Tammy and the T-Rex yeah, starring Denise Richards and Paul Walker. <laughs> Paul Walker. Yes. From Fast and Furious. Yes. Yep. The same. Wow. <laughs> okay. It's the, f- it's the full length movie. That's crazy. You watch the entire movie. How do they, how do they, they, did they buy the rights to that movie? Yeah. Then, they're actually, in? the name oh of the achievement goodness. for it is we paid for the rights to this or something oh like that. Oh my gosh. But the, the funny thing is I'm watching this movie and I'm seriously, I'm 40 minutes into the movie and I'm, I, the controller is, is at on, on the ground. I'm just watching this movie. <laughs> and then to make things even better, they stop the movie and they have an, there's an alien who's inside like a human dummy costume almost it obviously it's obviously <laughs> fake but they then they 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 uh bookmark it like it's an episode of monster vision with oh joe bob gosh. briggs so so um i don't know jim i'm, I'm thinking you had it but um we had uh these the show was called monster vision and it was called before that it was called um uh, Joe Bob Briggs Drive-In Theater. Mm-hmm. It's actually on Shutter now. It's a, a show called At the Drive-In. But basically, it's this guy who's a big horror fan, and um, you know he's got a he's got a cowboy accent and everything, and he plays mm-hmm. these hor- these really cheesy horror movies. And then every half an hour, he cuts into it. It cuts out of the movie and goes to him, and he gives like facts about the movie, like the the making of the movie, and you know interesting information about it. And then they go back into the movie. They do something similar like this with uh, with this with this Tammy and the T Rex movie. It's just it's just it's just so strange, and I'm just finding myself loving every second of it. Mm. Uh, and apparently, there's four movies. Really, there's four full length movies throughout this game. Really, I, I heard of another wow. one that there was um, where you walk into a theater and it's like mystery science theater esque, where you have a bunch of aliens sitting there watching it oh, and that's like awesome. giving yeah yeah. So that's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And the, and the gameplay element is fun. Uh, the good thing is if you don't like your talking gun, uh, that sounds like Morty from Rick and Morty. If you don't like that, there's a slider. You could turn it all the way down. So he doesn't talk at all. Oh, interesting. (laughs) So, but uh, I am, I'm absolutely loving high on life. It's a great game. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I need to play that for sure. Mm -hmm. I heard good things about it as well. Yeah. Uh, and then the, what we just talked about yeah yeah and then the last thing is i uh posted my review for the night witch yeah on gamerheadspodcast.com you can go check oh. that out what did you think and of that that was good that was it was good it was man i get frustrated at bullet hell games mm-hmm. and this is a this is a metroidvania bullet hell 
So you play as uh, as this as this witch, and um, there the entire civilization is underground. They get uh, they go under get under attack by a group of uh, like robots. So you're flying around like you have the power of flight. You you never run on the ground at all. So you just fly around this uh, this this city and these different biomes, and um, these robots fire you know fire bullets, and you have to do what you do in in a basic shoot 'em up, kind of like Ikaruga or um, I don't know, chaos theory or something like that, where you're avoiding bullets and shooting them. So it's definitely difficult. Mm. Um, but it's fun and it's got a really heartwarming story. Like the the characters have a, a lot of good rapport with each other. It's really well written. So I enjoyed that because in a lot of the Metroidvanias I played, there's not a whole lot of story involved. Um, you just That's like true. find stuff out by like things going on in the background or like or you just have no idea what's going on mm-hmm. half the time and but this is a really good story so uh, i think i gave it a b yeah yeah if not I think a b plus i think you gave it a b plus actually okay i mentioned this one to you didn't i roger i thought it looked good i haven't yeah. played it but it did it did seem like an interesting game to me yeah 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 it's a good game it's very difficult but uh like i said in the review there's cheat codes that you could put in and the cheat codes can help you uh, throughout the game. Uh, I cannot confirm one way or the other that I utilize these cheat codes, but I did beat the game. That's awesome. Nice. That's nice. Yeah, so. uh, that it looks cool too. And I, I when when that came across uh, the desk, I thought this is a perfect game for Mike. Like I I reached out to you right away. I was like, what about this game? Yeah, because it just reminded me of a Mike game. So it was a Mike game. Yeah, cool. Anything else? That is all. Uh, what are you playing, Phil? Uh, this could actually be a moderately short segment out of me, which I guess most of my segments are moderately short unless I go off on a tirade. Uh, I have been hugely engrossed. Season two of Overwatch 2 started, so I've been heavily oh. into that. I've spent way too much time in Vampire Survivors. I cannot put that damn game down. I wish I could for the life <laughs> of me, but I can't. I want to say I've got 70% of the achievements at this point. Um, Mike, to your point, once you start getting like maps that will show you where everything on the on the screen is that you can go and collect, it really opens the game up heavily. And once you start in cha- once you start chasing like all the unlockables in the game, it's it's incredible. Um, you do get to a certain point where you literally don't have to move because you've got so many powers mm. and guns and weapons going for you that you can just hang out and like not move from level. Or from the 25th minute to the 30th minute, and you will just annihilate everything in your sight. You could just go bake a sandwich or something? You really can. Like, I've set the controller <laughs> down for two minutes, came back, and I have not taken a lick of damage the entire time because your your character gets that OP at that juncture. Like, right around nice. the time that you hit level 80 or 90 or so. Oh, wow. Um, You're way farther than me. Oh, yeah. I hit level 160 earlier today oh, my when I was gosh. playing on a run-through. It's, uh, I'm oh, reaching. my gosh. I've probably put 30 hours into this game in the last two weeks. Oh, my gosh. I I... I cannot get enough i bought the dlc i've dove into the dlc i love vampire survivors it's uh i i can't say enough great things about it for as mindless it is because it really is mindless like i was playing it the other night and rachel's like you've been playing a lot of this and i'm just like i don't have to think all i gotta do is build my character and kind of just run at that point yeah it's it is, you, it's really addicting who's your character of choice um i at this at this point i can pretty much use anybody with my characters cho- of choice but the main person that i use is the guy that starts out with the throwing knives I think he's the fourth one in. Couldn't tell you his name, but again, I couldn't tell you the name of the people that I've read 500 issues of a comic book worth either, so that doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, he's upper upper row all the way to the right-hand side. Kind of looks like a, a Belmont, if you will. Um, 
but he's he's kind of my go-to for who I play with as I'm just trying to get stuff done. But then like there are so many different unlockables that are attached to like hitting level 30 with such and such or hitting level 60 with so, such and such or surviving 30 minutes with so and so. So like I just go and chase that stuff to keep unlocking things and like unlocking the I'm going to call it an ultimate form of a weapon because that will then also get you another unlockable and like uh, games that feed me unlockables. I'm just a whore for like <laughs> I'm looking at you, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two. uh yeah i you know i will say i think i've heard that this game may be coming to the switch Uh, i don't know i'm not i'm not trying to be an asshole here i'm really not but i don't (laughs) know if the switch can genuinely handle the amount of moving things on screen when you hit level like 120 it's on a phone which is more powerful than the switch (laughs) because <laughs> you can actually talk to people on the phone and you can't on the switch oh that's actually a really good point that's, um, by, that's by design though i think right uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to tell yourself thank you again nintendo for the three dollars and 73 cents in dividends that you sent me today <laughs> um but i mean the reason i bring that up because like this is a perfect game that if i were getting ready for bed and i crawl into bed and just play mm-hmm. this game like this would be a perfect game on a switch to to play right before bed because i i love this game a lot too this game is so so addicting mm-hmm. it is it's the the most crazy. perfect example of just one more run yeah that i've ever touched in my entire life like yeah Empire survivors is the absolute it's it's a thing of beauty and i hope the studio does something else and i hope it's just as rad it's a little uh it's a little like addiction it's mm-hmm. like a little like gambling kind of Let's not go that far. I haven't gotten anything from this. Well, okay, but I mean the fact that like it's like oh I can I if I well I can I can do this again. I I know I can do this. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's really fun. I I what is your favorite weapon? Um, it I don't have a singular. It's more of a combination of things. Like if you combine the the James Bible or the King Bible or the King James Bible, I don't know what they actually call it in the game, <laughs> yeah. with like the garlic, you're pretty much untouchable. Yeah. And then on top of that, you can throw whatever the hell else you want with you. But once you hit like level nine with those and then you get those boosted as well, because they boost off of the uh, items that you get as well. Like it is, I'm telling you, you don't have to move for the last five to 10 minutes <laughs> worth of a level. You can just stand there and like hordes of enemies will come at you, including like the big bosses and you'll just mow them down and they won't even get to you. It's, yeah. it's, oh, it's choice. Yeah. The, the garlic <laughs> is my favorite. Cause like yep, really awesome. It really is. It's like the coolest thing you throw that 10 percent <laughs> expansion onto it time after time yeah. after time as well and yep. it's just this huge circle that surrounds you and you can't be touched it's it's yep. incredible it's amazing yeah i i really love this game and and it's funny because like don't you get the sense that there's a little bit of a castlevania feel to it right oh like, definitely graphically yeah for sure yeah. and as far as like the um both the heroes and the villains that they're throwing in front of you are also very castlevania looking yeah yeah Mike, but it's not a bad, I mean, it's it's a roguelike, but it's not a bad roguelike, right? Mike, wouldn't you agree on that one? I don't think the words good and roguelike really fit <laughs> in the same sense. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, too, about it is once you get the gold pieces, like build up your external stats that you go into every game, it just makes you that much more untouchable. And I, yeah. I finally, I hit the end game of it, not the end end game of it, but there's definitely an end game of it because once you hit the 30 minute point, <clears throat> excuse me um death comes after you and oh you, wow. you can't actually kill death until you can kill death and once you can kill death it's a game changer 
And then you get these items in like some of the later levels that then you can go and chase and hunt down like a four-headed version of death. And he gives you a special uh, item that will unlock what they call spells that you can put in, but it doesn't tell you how to actually get the spells. It'll just give you hints. There huh. is there is a lot more depth to this game than is like just on the surface. On the surface, just like, yeah, whatever. It's a one-stick shooter. But like once you start peeling aside those layers of the onion, you're just like, oh, man. And then there's, oh, okay. And then, oh, yeah. And wow. man, I'm telling you, I love the shit out of this game. Does it? look like ultima am i crazy if i say no it, it does it looks it like does. ultima as well yeah 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 okay because mm-hmm. i'm playing it right now <laughs> <laughs> ultima yeah ultima <laughs> no i'm playing i'm playing around a vampire right now yeah it's good it's good it does look good. uh like yeah, it does look fun. really fun and it does definitely have a castlevania vibe to yeah. it yeah you can see that yeah mm. even the be- cover the dracula Yep, looks very much like mm-hmm. Castlevania Dracula. It would be nice if they added online multiplayer to it. I don't oh, know if the awesome. system could handle that because of how many moving sprites there are. Mm. Yeah, that, I will say, now I'm playing on Xbox, but I will say, man, as much as going on, there is no lag. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I said, just wait till you hit that like 20, 25 minute mark and you've got everything that's all beefed up and it's nothing but moving sprites on screen. Like it is... It's impressive that it doesn't chug in the slightest bit, which it shouldn't because we're 25 years past chug, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, yeah, right, yeah. Right. I get, I get to the point though, where like I'm like level 15 or something like that. And then I just get surrounded, just swarmed by mm-hmm. just endless skeletons and zombies and bats. And it's like, I can't move. I'll, uh, I'll send you a video in our, in our chats that'll show you okay. what it looks like towards those end portions. And you're just going to okay. be like, what in the hell is going on there? That's awesome. Cool. Uh, anything else? Um, like Mike, I also got high on life. Oh, <laughs> nice. And uh, my take on it's a little bit different than Mike's. I think you're enjoying it more than I am, but I think you're also a bigger Rick and Morty fan than I am. <laughs> where I appreciate a lot of what's going on, but sometimes I just wish the game would shut the hell up. And not even necessarily the guns, but everybody around you is continuously talking in the game. Mm. Yeah about something and it's the same delivery and some of the lines do make me chuckle and do make me smile um gameplay is really crisp but i I, it's a game that i can see myself only enjoying in maybe hour-long stints which i understand is more than a lot of people have time to play a game so i shouldn't really complain but it's i'll 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 keep coming back to it and seeing where this thing progresses i just took out the first boss the uh ant lady person yep and uh that's the point where i called it quits is after i cleared out the slums um some of the humor i do enjoy but again it's just a little too talky for me mm-hmm. i i was impressed by the intro of it though when the aliens originally landed spoiler alert for those that don't want the first three minutes of a video game ruined for you <laughs> uh, when they first come down because it shows a little bit of universe building as it uh introduces the main big bad to you and he does an act which is clearly an act of violence and then you kind of go from there and your gun wants you to go and take down these uh these inter- intergalactic gangsters hmm um, but yeah, gameplay is tight enough that I'll keep going back to it. I have not taken the time to tell my gun and my knife to shut the hell up yet. Um, but I definitely need to do so. But it's it's a decent playing game with just a little too much blabby blab. Hmm. Yep. Well, yeah, you can use that slider then. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, anything else? No, Roger. You're good. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about you, Gemma? What have you been playing? Well, I've had a 
pretty boring week, really. And I didn't know I was coming onto this podcast until five minutes before I came onto this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, what have I been playing? I have been playing a little platformer called Intrepid Izzy, which is my current review title that I'm doing for Pure Nintendo. And I love a good platformer, as Roger Oregon knows and can attest to. Um, probably because I grew up with Mario. <laughs> so I'm forever comparing platformers to Mario. And this one's pretty good, actually. It's uh, it's a one-man developer, like, development team. Mm. I believe it was a Kickstarter campaign that went well. And it's on Steam and I think everything else. But now it's on the Switch as well. And I think it only came out mid this year originally on Steam. But I'm not 100% sure of that. And it's got really nice hand-drawn kind of graphics with a little character named Izzy. Uh, not much of a plot, so there's no talking. You'd be pleased to know, Phil. Um, <laughs> there's very little talking. If anything, it's not even the talking aspect or the plot aspect of it. It's just talking for yeah. the sake of talking. It's kind of like yeah, a I conversation with you where I just ramble. I said this in my uh, a recent review I did for Doraemon's uh, Story of Season, the Doraemon Story of Season uh, mm -hmm. game, right? And it was way too much talking for me. It was like, I just want to farm. And these people keep interrupting me with these little cutscenes and little talking things. I'm just like, can you go away, please? <laughs> I just want to tend to my crops and do all the things. But yeah, so I get that. Uh, it's a, and, kind of yeah. similar to playing a Kojima game where you just want to play the game and you get stuck in 20 minutes worth of cutscenes. You're like, I just want to shoot somebody <laughs> in the back of the head quietly is all I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. So yeah, Intrepid Izzy, it's pretty tricky. Like it's sort of, I guess I could say it's a little bit similar to Shantae's platforming oh, okay. outing. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm on board now. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a very similar vibe. Um, I mean, you've got a, you know, a heroine with the big, you know, hair <laughs> happening. So apart from that visual cue, there is also a lot of exploratory elements to it, a little puzzle solving. So yeah, it's pretty good. I'm yeah, probably. I don't know how. I don't. I don't know how far through it I am. I'm probably halfway. Um, there's a few little quirky, buggy type things that are bothering me, but nothing game breaking. It's more like when you pause it, um, you can't press B to go back. You know, how you always just press B to go back, right? To like just quit the menu or whatever. You can't do that. It just doesn't let you do that. So, and it's mm. like, but it mm. does it. It does it in some menus, not others. So it's kind of like inconsistent. And I'm very oh, much about weird. the user interface and all that sort of thing. Uh, so that kind of bugs me, but it's very minor. Uh, yeah, it looks really good. It plays pretty well. There's this little town called Awesome Town that you can visit in between other levels, and it feels like it could have been fleshed out a bit more, but there's a little kind of arcade you go to, and you can play these three arcade games by spending a coin that you can collect when defeating enemies, and they're pretty fun, actually. There's one that looks like a really simple version of your vampire survivors, actually, oh, okay. <laughs> where you're standing in the middle of a field and these little weird... I don't know what they are. They look like shy guys, um, you know, from Mario, mm -hmm. like little hooded mm. creatures with eyes, and they kind of like come from all different directions and you shoot them, basically. You don't level mm. up or anything. This is like, this is just a really very simple mini game inside like the game. Like a DOS version of it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Uh, and the Switch handles it really well, so you'll be pleased to know Vampire Survivors could work. <laughs> <laughs> In its minimal form. Yeah, so it's fun. It's got a lot to it. Um, and I'm really impressed that it is, like I said, a one-man dev team. I think he's done a really good job. I think he wrote it, um, produced it, developed it, and I think there's another person who did the music maybe, which is cool too. So, yeah, it's a good little uh, indie game that I'm enjoying. Cool. I 
think I'm playing anything else. I don't. I have got some games queued up to play. Uh, Roger, you'll be, pleased, yeah. you'll be pleased to know I've got. I did get that uh, little Gator game that you we've been did. talking about Good. recently. Yeah. Yeah. So that's ready to go. I may may even play that after the show. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I um finished work for the week and the year. So well, <laughs> that's cool. Lucky you, yeah. Yeah. Let's rub yeah. it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you not finished work yet? <laughs> I guess I'm ahead of you. So yeah, yeah. It is Friday here. Um yeah. and so yeah, that's uh I've been playing uh Pokemon Violet, obviously. Half the world's playing that probably. But not you yeah. guys. <laughs> How's the performance? Hey, I've had no issues. I found it to be really good. I did sorry, I I lied. I did have one very funny issue which roger knows about and we spoke to wasn't it barry who told us about this in our yeah. interview yeah. yeah um that there was it, it's not in the gameplay itself it was a cut scene it was like a little video scene where you're in a classroom and the kids are swinging their legs under the desks and the legs just like jitter and and stutter and it's really weird <laughs> they're not smooth at all and i don't know why because i don't think it's a performance issue i think it's a rendering issue or something because it's just really odd it's the Adderall the damn kids are using is what that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kids these days, man. Um, yeah, so <laughs> but it was kind of funny, if anything. But in terms of actual gameplay, I haven't had any issues. I've I've been really enjoying it. I need to nice. play more of it. So hopefully the next week when I'm on holidays. But that list that I have is just continually growing. Like I want to play that. I want to play, you know, TMNT four with you, Roger, that oh, we yeah. talked about because that's now uh, got online play. Yeah, for um, the for Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool. Um, Did you guys hear that? Did you guys hear about that? That they added uh, multiplayer for online for Turtles in Times, the Super NES on the. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. I saw that they cool. added a bunch of filters to Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, that too. Mm, I did see that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So I've got a bit of a backlog to catch up on. I also have River City Girls 2. Oh. Another good one. Yeah, so that's my next review title, which I'm really looking forward to playing. Um, yeah, that's about it for me, I think. Nice, hmm. nice. Uh, um, I mean, oh, I have been playing Mario, Mario Kart, obviously. Yeah, as well. Yeah. That's the other big one. So yeah, yeah, been really the enjoying this, the new tracks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, what is your favorite one out of the new ones? Well, I really like boo lake because i am a fan of the ghost houses and the ghost okay. house themed levels but i also really like maple treeway because i love that on the wii i really like the look of that that's sort of an autumnal feel to it it's got the you know the falling leaves and the you know the big trees it's really nice to to dash through that one and the christmas one merry yeah. mountain is it called merry mountain like yeah merry mountain. that's a really nice yeah. one for this time of that's year that's a fun one yeah, yeah. It made me smile a lot yeah. yeah, it's really cool. But I really like all yeah. the tracks. I think there's not a bad one amongst them. I like the London one and the Berlin one. They're fun. Yeah, it's a really good set. I'm really happy yeah. with this one. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Um, cool. Anything else? No, that'll do for me. We probably should hear from you now, shouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So for myself, uh, I also have been playing some Mario Kart. So, um. Yeah, I'm really loving the new tracks and uh yeah, I mean Mario Kart's so great. I, it's funny because mm-hmm. you know, I think we've talked about this before, but the fact that other kart racers try to compete in boy, they just they just can't. So mm. uh Mario Kart is the king of karts. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I have been playing a game called Floodlands, and you can read my review 
on GamerHeadsPodcast.com. And Floodlands is a survival city builder. So it takes place in the future where the world is flooded and uh, different clans basically are trying to start up civilization again. So you get to pick between four different clans and each one has their own strengths and weaknesses. And, uh, and then you start rebuilding civilization and it starts off with you just gathering stuff like food or rubbish that you find. And then you start building new buildings and, uh, you have emissions that you go on. You have a science, um, like a science officer type person that's like saying like, oh, we should do this. We should do this. But then you also have the the tribal or the tribal chief. <laughs> Roman Reigns says to you. Uh, no, I was about uh, to say Roman Reigns shows up. <laughs> yeah, Roman Reigns shows up. <laughs> Does he say uh, acknowledge me? Yeah, acknowledge me. Yeah. Uh, the clan member says like the leader says like, oh, well, we should really be doing this. So like you have to kind of pay attention to both of them and kind of decide which one you're going to listen to. Um, what I really like about this game is first of all, it's, it's, you know, a lot of those games, a lot of these like city builders or like survival city build, builder games are kind of complicated and kind of hard to follow and play. Like, oh, I can't think of it now, but there was one where it, it was like in the, I want to say it was like frozen something. It was, I don't remember what it was called, but. Oh, um, oh, it's right there. Frostpunk? Yeah, Frostpunk. Frost, Frost, yes. Frost, yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, I think it was called Frostpunk. Yeah, that one was, I thought it was more, comp- I thought it was kind of complicated. There was a lot going on. And this one, the tutorial does a really great job of walking you through uh, the task because they give you a task list. And they do a really great job explaining like how this basically mechanics work. And then the other thing I really like about this is that it takes elements from like RPGs and like when you build up your skills um, or you unlock new technology, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a skill tree, uh, you know, similar to like an RPG. So you kind of build off of what you are trying to build uh, for your city and the technology and such. And, um, and then the same thing, they do that same thing with the laws too. So you can really focus on where you want, what you value in your society and how you want to build this new society. It's really cool. I, I, I really enjoy this game a lot. So I, I gave that one a B plus. Um, sounds like what Waterworld could have been. Yeah. <laughs> a, the, that was the my first version. thought too was Waterworld. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A decent version of Waterworld. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's fun. I, I think, I think the one thing I will say that, other city builders do a little bit better is like you don't name any of your characters right like they're all just nameless workers and they just kind of walk around and just do their job where i i don't know there are some that you like give names to and then you see them prosper or they die and you're like oh my god no that one died <laughs> um but i like it it was it was it's a fun game so that one i played on steam um and then the other game i know i mentioned this before but chained echoes is so mm. good and yeah. I finished my review for that one too. So I need to get that. Um, yeah, like this. What I really love about this game is it is uh, it harkens back to Super Nintendo, um, and it plays really well. Uh, but it takes elements of like the classic RPGs, and then 
enhances them too. So like one of my favorite things of this game is uh, the combat system. Um, so they have the overdrive system. I think I mentioned this uh, a couple of episodes ago, but basically every time you attack, it increases this meter and it's this overdrive meter. So you start off in like normal and then you go into overdrive where your characters take less damage, but they do more damage. But if you keep going and keep attacking, then you go into uh, overheat uh, and then your characters will do less damage and take more damage. And the way that you bring that down is by doing special moves. And it will be a little icon that you have to pay attention to and uh, and then use that special move that's associated with that icon to bring uh, the meter down. Um, it's really cool. It's really inventive. And then the other cool thing that they in incorporated here is that you have a party of four, but you can actually have uh characters that have partners basically like a tag partner kind i mean that's the best way i can describe it uh so they're linked together so you can actually have eight people uh in your party you just you can tag them out and tag the other person in it's really cool it's such a cool concept and such a great game and the and the the combat's so great the boss battles are really fun pretty intense um the graphics are just gorgeous i love this game a lot i gave it an a like this is such a great <laughs> game uh, yeah, if you are a fan good. of RPGs, you have to get this game. Yeah, it just looks yeah exactly like that Super Nintendo esque vibes. Yeah, heavy heavy yeah. vibes, which is yeah. definitely I love those games in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, and and I think I and I, I think I said this before too. Like the other thing I really like about this game is that it, it there's not like an hour and a half of just story, and you're just kind of like trudging along. And you're like, what is going on here? No, you you jump in right away, like. The pacing is, I thought, was really good. I thought it was really fantastic. So, um, yeah, I can't say enough about this game. Good, good things about this game. This game is so fun. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's probably one of the best RPGs I've played in a really long time. So, nice. Yeah. So those are the games that I'm playing. Um, let's move on then to our final segment, and that is the Tales from the East Shop. This sounds and... fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Phil. It's so much fun, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you want to read uh, the game from last week? Yeah, as soon, as soon as I'm done with this run. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just discovered how amazing garlic is. <laughs> it is pretty amazing, isn't it? Yes, yes, indeed. Hold on, let me just level up. Okay. Okay, I can pause it. All right. You know what? Hold on. Just come back to me. <laughs> it's my segment, but just come back to me. Uh, you got to lead me into this, Mike. I'm a blind man. <laughs> All right. So the last game we picked uh, was Event Horizon on the eShop. Uh, take command of a space fleet and start your galaxy exploration mission. Battle hostile aliens, conduct scientific research, capture resources, trade, build new ships, and upgrade existing ones. Thousands and thousands of star systems, ferocious battles, and surprising encounters are waiting for you. Uh, features millions of stars to discover, hardcore dynamic battles, 50 individual spaceships with options for modification, over 100 guns and modules, 10 unique factions with powerful flagships. Event Horizon lets you discover all by yourself the game and its cosmic surroundings during many hours of gameplay. In this title, you decide to which level you wish to develop your abilities and how to achieve your goals. You are the conqueror of the universe. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> what 
what did you think of this game? Well, as I hear Mike reread the description, it makes me realize that I probably should a little bit wow should have put a little bit more time into it than the forty five minutes to an hour that I did. Okay, um, because no, this game I don't throws think so. a <laughs> lot at you with absolutely no direction on what does yeah. what or how to do anything. That's yeah. true. That's true too. It's yeah. very much like just throwing you into the blind, and the controls are absolutely wonky and slidey, and it's like driving in the middle of a blizzard when you're attempting to attack things, and then it doesn't even tell you what any of the things that you're unlocking and or building really do for you. You get your power ups and you get your ships leveled up and all that kind of stuff, but. This game just felt flat as hell to me. There was there was a lot to do in the game, but again, no direction on how to do anything, which just left me kind of dumbfounded. I'm like, I don't want a two-hour-long tutorial, but I just want a little bit of a, a, a nudge in the right direction to show me what I should be doing. Like, I boot up, and the first thing that I do is build a couple of things because I'm building an armada, and then all of a sudden I can't do anything else because I have to go explore these planets, which is going to cost a certain amount of energy to explore the planet, but I used all my energy to build these things, so now I'm selling the things that I just built, and <laughs> I don't know. It's just kind of a big, just a big cluster bang of a game. Wait, is this Event Horizon Space Defense or just No, just this straight up oh. Event Horizon. Because I went back and I looked at, or I listened to Mike's, because when I sent you this, uh, you guys, the picture of which one am I buying? I, so then I went back and listened to Mike's description. It was verbatim the mm-hmm. the wording of the Event Horizon game. So that's the one that I went and grabbed. Oh, okay. Which Mike also told me it was on sale until the 27th, and Mike is also currently full of poo-poo. Because oh, no. He's no longer on sale. <laughs> Dang it. I played Event Horizon Space Defense. Oh, that's the one that came up for me when I searched as well first. But then I realized it wasn't what Mike just said. So, yeah, see? Okay, so it's my fault. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, I just gave you the credit for it because I followed your direction as to your description. I got the right one. So we're all all good. Yes, thank you. You're too busy playing Vampire Survivors. I'm sorry. There's also that. That's a good point. So what did yeah, you think of, of the one you played, Roger? Oh, it was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> I gave it a D. It was it was oh. it was it was really bad. Like there was no I mean it it, it was supposed to it, it took inspirations from asteroids. Um That was kind of in this one too. Was it? Okay. Uh there's there's some you you build up like your ship, but there's no really like you said, there's no explanation of it. But the AI was terrible. Like the, it was just like non-existent like i didn't understand there was nothing to keep your interest in this game it was it was a terrible terrible game (laughs) it was repetitive with no story it was just not good and Uh, if we did or if we did not play the same game like this one you can just jump from like um star system to star system and there's multiple planets you could explore there and sometimes you'd confront an enemy or a warship or some things like that but like You'd go and you'd click on the planet to to explore it to see if there's anything there, and then it would tell you, no, do you want to search again for <laughs> 50 energies instead of 100? And you're like, why would I do that if the first round? And it would give you like a success rate of like 33% on the second one. I'm like, well, I, I like to gamble, but like not at one-third's odds. <laughs> I, I got absolutely nothing from this game, and like I said, maybe it was one of those things where if I would have put an additional – if I would have – Treat it like a JRPG and put another 10 hours into it. Maybe I would have gotten something out of it, but there just wasn't enough substance there out of the gates to get me to come back to it. Yeah. At least you had systems that you could go explore. There wasn't even that in the space defense. You're just stuck. But as far as like the exploring of the system goes, it was literally clicking on a planet and then like a little (laughs) bar going around the planet showing your exploration time. Like you didn't do anything to actually explore it. 
and the only way you could even get more like energy to do anything with these things was to either sell the, the stuff that you had found or hopefully on your travel to the next system you ran into an enemy and you took them out and they would give you 30 out of the 100 that were needed to explore the next planet and most of these systems had like three to four planets in them oh so it was just it was it was tedious monotonous with no direction yeah but again maybe i should have put more time into it than the 45 minutes that i put into it yeah i wonder wonder if it's made by the same people though like it seems like it probably yeah it sounds very similar yeah Gemma, were you going to say something? Uh, 45 minutes sounds reasonable. <laughs> Maybe you put too much time into it. <laughs> yeah, into what looks to be like a shooter slash fleet building game, you should at least have your gra- your feet underneath you at that point. And I just didn't feel yeah. that way. Mm. Yeah. Uh, not related to the movie then? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Which means you're safe to watch the movie because the movie is better than the game. Yeah, well, you should uh, really watch that movie, yeah, Roger. Okay, I know you guys keep saying that. It's definitely published by the same people. I don't know if it was developed, but I assume so. It looks like the pictures look very similar, like the like the title screen kind of looks okay. similar. Yeah. So they made a sequel or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Which one? They sold their 25 copies first. and were like, to hell with it. It's enough to make another one. Yeah, probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they never made another one ever again. The well, end. You jinxed it. <laughs> Yeah. Guess what, guys? Uh cool. Uh Mike, do you have a game picked out this week? Roger, you're gonna be really happy about this one. Oh, oh really? Oh great. I love it when Roger's happy and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, because this one I'm taking it back to the old school days of oh, no. uh Tales from the eShop. Yes. I yes! picked this game based solely on the description. It's a oh, new this, game. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. <laughs> Uh, this game is, let's see, it came out uh, today. It's four ninety nine. Oh. Uh, so the name of the game, <clears throat> here we go. Drone Race Simulator Pilot Flight School Airplane Games Jet 2023. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, that's the title? That is the title, is 100% the title. You just spent more time reading the title than I'm going to put into the game. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Drone Race Simulator Pilot Flight School Airplane Games Jet 2023. Seriously? Don't confuse it it with Drone Race Simulator Pilot Flight School Airplane Games Jet 2022. All right? Or 2021. Right. That is a different experience altogether. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, here is the description, the official description. Realistic and hardcore drone simulator will give you emotions and control experience. (laughs) In the game, you will be able to improve your skills in aerobatics, which you have to show by passing difficult routes for a limited time, which is becoming more and more accurate with each each level. There are several drones to choose from, each of which is distinguished by the speed and complexity of control, all you can find in the store. <laughs> this is gold. After, after mastering the latest and most difficult drone to fly, try to perform all possible tricks and maneuvers with it in free mode. Oh, free mode. That sounds fun. Phil, I'm assuming this is a drone racing game. <laughs> That's my assumption. You know, I love that the title is is so long. 
you can't even remember it, or even yeah. part of it, because humans can only remember a certain number of words, right? Which and this for is me like is two. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask each of you. Go ahead and repeat the name of the title for me. Oh, I got so. this. <laughs> yeah, go, Phil. Phil, go. I got Drone Race Simulator Pilot Flight School two zero two, and I'm not sure if it's twenty two or twenty three. Oh wow! Yeah, you missed three words out of that. Holy shit! <laughs> did I really? Well, actually, technically four because it's twenty twenty three, not twenty twenty two. Drone yeah. flight simulator racer, and no, the it... end of the world is nigh twenty twenty three. It starts out <laughs> with was, drone race simulator pilot. I know that much because that's the part that I wrote the second time that Mike said it because I take notes because I'm crazy. <laughs> He does. He has a notebook. He has a notebook. Yeah, I right. love that. I have a notebook. I didn't oh, it use makes it me look like a serial killer, though. That's the problem, Gemma. Is that like my notes are <laughs> really? not in a straight line? There's like weird symbols Ooh. that are drawn on the side of it. There's yeah. bits of chicken I, uh... on the side. Of too. Like, <laughs> I love how Gemma says, "Oh, oh, yeah. whoa, well, wait, whoa, <laughs> we're I not have... the same." <laughs> this is also a... why I don't I want my simpatico. girlfriend in this room. <laughs> Hey, I'm not allowed to take notes during podcasts anymore because Roger told me. That's true. I, I did yell at her. <laughs> I did yell at her because you heard clicking the whole time. Click, 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 click. Oh, click. And I was like, my, yeah, mine are pen and paper notes. Like, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do, yeah. I, you know, right. the funny thing to me is that you guys are all laughing as Mike is reading this description, not thinking about the poor <laughs> bastard that has to play this game, <laughs> which is going to control and play about as good as the description read. I get mm-hmm. so excited to hear about well, this. Well, then again, you we have given you some that sounded terrible, but you said actually this one is really good. Uh, don't ask me to remember any of them. Oh, don't I ask can't. me. I could go to the notebook. You can go to the notebook. <laughs> I what about what about I Racer? I I Soar? What was that game called? I Herpes. Uh, I don't know what it was called. <laughs> I don't know what it should have been called. It was garbage. I Exercise. Was I Exercise. Game. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, I if this might be this might be a sleeper. You never know, Phil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, this is a sequel. Why would they call it 2023 if it's... there was not a previous one? <laughs> yeah, true. They just wanted to sound cool, I think. That's true. It's not even think... 2023, so that's mm-hmm. amazing. Well, didn't when does Just Dance, Just Dance comes out the year before, right? Are oh, we... that's a good point. Like, yeah, like all the Maddens yeah. are, too, in the NHLs yeah. and, and stuff. For that's is... true doesn't really make sense there's no one talking about this like why are we doing 2023 in 2022 like uh because it covers the season that flows into the next year and so that's when the season would end that's going to be my justification for you ea and 2k <laughs> you're welcome yeah, oh, the thanks. same thing with uh this uh this uh drawn racer like it's it goes into the next year the season mm. yeah the season so. just started well, yeah, yeah just yeah. <laughs> you know phil if you want, I can give you another option. This no one's way. I will this definitely one's significantly play. cheaper. No, I want to give you this other option. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. I just wasted a half a pen's worth of ink writing down Drone Race Simulator Pilot Flight School 2023. Well, this one is a much shorter title. Is it just called Bob? Yeah. It's just the letter L. Bob 2023. <laughs> Which we could also just put underneath Drone Race Simulator Pilot Flight School 2023. I wonder if this is the same developer that has this other game. Hold on, let me see if it's Wait, the same. What? Same, t- I'm not joking. I said there was one that there was a, another one that I wouldn't mind. Uh, I'll give Phil the option. No, these are two separate gaming companies. Oh, or two separate developers. 
You can choose that one, or you can choose Supreme Car Race on Highway Simulator Ultimate Driving Games Poly Experience. Wait, what? (laughs) Supreme Car Race. Right. On. On. Highway. Highway. Simulator. Sim. 2023. This sounds like the sloth in in, uh, Zootopia. Or like a Primus yeah. song. <laughs> Mike, in the future, what we should do, we should give him the game and say, now you can keep that game. Or, or you can you see can... what's or you can see what's behind door number two. What do you want to do? Yeah. Let's see what's in the box. Let's see what's in the <laughs> box. Bob. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Stupid. <laughs> oh. Uh are you gonna keep this game, Phil, or are you going with the other one? I might play them both. Who knows? Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Tune in next week to find out which game I actually played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you could just flip a coin, maybe. That's true. Well, we, we could vote. There's three of us and one of yeah. That's true. That's true. Oh, we could all vote. Yeah, put yeah. it up to a vote. What the hell? Let's, let's Did, make this uh, Well, do you want to hear the description of Supreme yeah, yes, Car yes. Race on Highway yes. Simulator you, Ultimate Driving Game? The title of the game is an entire sentence? <laughs> That's it. That's the description. Right? You can't get it from the title. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How are you going to know what this is about? Okay. I do want to hear that. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, okay. Get your favorite car and have fun driving through the traffic while trying to avoid causing any accidents. Drive endlessly on a busy road, bypassing other cars. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> Try not to crash and get as much score as possible. Oh, as much score as possible. Now, the way that's, I, I'm assuming we're not when talking it says, points. We're yeah, not we're not talking points. points. No. You want to try to get as much score as possible. You know what that means. <laughs> you know what that meet means, me, Yeah, meet me behind the TGI Fridays. I'll get you my score. I'll be there in 10, Mike. Yep. Um, wow. Wow. Is that it? Is that it? That was it. That was it. Okay. That was Supreme Car Racer on crowded highway simulator in rush hour with traffic behind you and in front of you with emergency vehicles coming through. Sounds more like an endless runner. 64. Yeah, we're drone race simulator pilot flight school 2023. Sounds like it's actually got a beginning and an end to the courses as opposed to just like Mm -hmm. racking up points and or distance. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's also a dollar ninety nine, so you're talking four ninety nine versus dollar ninety nine. Wow! But there's more words in the dollar ninety nine one. That's so. well, well, no, there's less words in the dollar. Oh, there's less words. Yeah, that's oh, why you're paying okay. less. Oh, that's why you're paying. You're paying less. by the letter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I'll uh, leave it up to you three to vote on it. I'm okay with it. Tough choice. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say the drone simulator one. Hmm. I am leaning towards drones as well, just because I feel like it's different to cars and drones might be somewhat interesting. I'll agree with that too. It's always good to have a nice, I've never really played it. Is, is there even a market for drone racing games? I know <laughs> yeah, it's called drone Ace Combat racing. 9. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen drone racing on like ESPN. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, this is the next, that goes into next year. The season does. Yeah. It'll be in the Olympics. We're having the Olympics yeah. in 2032. Oh, that's the first right. Drone yeah. event. <laughs> yeah, in Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Plus, I feel as though the drone racing simulator has got a little bit more of a 3D space to explore, where I feel as though the Supreme Car Racer in a loaded highway simulator is going to be a little bit more 2D. 
I don't know what difference that makes, but well, if you're only flying, if you're flying a drone in a 2D space, your your entire game's already broken out of the gates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Well, we look forward to hearing your thoughts next week, then, Phil. And I look forward to giving them. Uh, before we head out, why don't we tell people how they can find us on the social medias? And Gemma, how can people find you on social media? Well, um, thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> well, I so I write for Pure Nintendo, so purenintendo.com is where you can find uh, the reviews and articles that we do. Also, we have a print magazine. Well, we have a magazine, digital slash print, that, we're, that we put out every two months. So we're on patreon.com slash Nintendo. And then you can always reach us on socials at Twitter. And our handle is, guess what? Pure Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and Phil, how can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find my video game slash comic book related account at uh, the letter B, now 23. Nice. And Mike, how can people <laughs> find you? How's guy, Mike? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was really fast. Yep. <laughs> Just uh, throw throw it in throw it in Alta Vista or whatever your search engine. Alta Vista. <laughs> I wow. use Yahoo. What what is this Alta Vista you speak of? Oh, and listeners, you can find us on Twitter at GamerHeadsPod. You can also find me on on Twitter at Nintendoraj, and you can go to our website at GamerHeadsPodcast.com where you can listen to this podcast and other podcasts, previous episodes, and read reviews and articles there as well. Uh, well, Gemma, thank you so much for joining us this week. We really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule and joining us last minute, but this was awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. I had a lot of fun. Good. Uh, Phil, thank you so much for joining us, taking time out of your busy schedule. I know that, you know, being the CEO, you got a lot of stuff going on. So I appreciate you, you know, taking time and joining us. Would you hold on? I'm wrapping Gemma's ham. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike, thank you so much for joining us this week. No problem. And listeners, thank you so much for giving us a listen. If you like what you hear, give us a review. We'd love to hear what you have to say about the show. Until next week, then stay safe, game on, and happy holidays. And we'll talk to you in one more week. See ya. So long. Take care. <laughs>